coffee and your Bible. March the 8th, 2023, <laughs> and this is Daybreak Live with the Nesbits. And Mac. I love you, Lord. Oh, your mercy never fails me. And all my days I've been held in your hands. From the moment that I until I lay my head, oh, I will see all the goodness of God. Oh, my life, you have been faithful. Oh, my life, you have been so, so good. 
got our grandbabies this morning, everybody. There's one. There's one grandbaby here. The rest of them just sleep in there. That's Emma. Emma. Say hi to Emma. Emma's a sweet clingy baby. I love it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Did you have a good Tuesday yesterday? Good, 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 good. All right, praise the Lord. That is a good song. That is a good song. Girls, they, girls do a good job singing, don't they? They do a good job, such a good job. Well, it's good to be here. Hello, Emma, people are saying. Hello, Emma. All right, we're in Proverbs chapter 1 still. Proverbs chapter 1. Thank you for being with us. This is Daybreak Live with the Nesbitts. Hey, I got a this new thing they put on here that it says I can do. I'm going to try this. Guys, I, I, did, I did write a book. Uh, I don't know if it's any good or not, but it's called The Great Preset. And uh, I threw it up right there. Now, supposedly, you can take and turn your phone photo on and just hover over that spot. It'll give you a link to go to, and you can buy it. If I did it right, you can buy it. Pretty cheap, six bucks. Uh, and Church Without Walls gets about a dollar, dollar and a half for every one of those that's sold. So, so if you would like to buy one or buy one for somebody or buy a few and pass them out, uh, you'd be supporting daybreak as well so i hope that works gave you just a few minutes to hover over it there and i'll get it off here all right here we go <laughs> praise the lord there's a lot of gadgets on here that i don't use because i'm not sure six viewers scan the co oh it told you that hey thank you thank you it says maybe it'll work anyway it's his way his church his mission and praise god we are in Proverbs 1, starting with verse 28 today. Now, what we have been reading yesterday, what we talked about, and, and we'll be able to move some in Proverbs where we're at. When we get to more like chapter 9, there'll be more, it'll be more like the Proverbs like we're thinking, like a, a statement, you know, that we, uh, that a statement that we can uh, really think about, you know. But right now, meditate on. Huh? meditate on, ponder on. Meditate on, ponder on. But what, what I was saying is up till chapter nine of the book of Proverbs, what we really have is like a, a, a it's, it's, it's written in the form of a father writing a letter to a son. And then, uh, you know, we saw that back in verse eight, my son, hear the instruction of your father. And then the call of wisdom is what we talked about yesterday. Wisdom calls out, cries out in the street. And uh, and then we ended towards the end of our Bible study yesterday. We were talking about how that wisdom will laugh at our calamity. It will uh, uh, mock or laugh when our terror comes, which I think he's, I mean, when I pray about this, I simply think this means wisdom is like saying, I told you so, you know, I can't help now. You know, so we used a lot of these terms yesterday. Uh, we reap what we sow. What was the one I said yesterday if, if, that I used to hear when I was a kid? If you make a bed, you've got a lion. You know, you got to lay in the bed you make, right? Uh, you reap what you sow. Uh, you get what you ask for. You, uh, the, the, or you know, and and wisdom 
the mocking or the laughing to me, like I said, is personified as a woman, as a spirit of wisdom, just simply saying, I told you, I told you, I told you, I told you. And so when we get in those places, I even shared personal stuff yesterday. It's like you can feel wisdom go, hey, I made these choices. (laughs) I made these choices. You know, I wasn't forced to make these choices. So now as we finish chapter one, I'm thinking more about like the rejection. It's more like the rejection of wisdom. We'll start with verse 28 here. Verse 28. Then they will call on me, but I will not answer. They will seek me diligently, but they will not find me. Because they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. Now, to try to qualify this, as as I've said several times, these are not universal truths or doctrinal statements. It's talking about in the sense of you can't get out of the mess you're in when you're in it. Anytime, so this is not talking about like we talked about James 1 5 yesterday. If any of you lack wisdom, let them ask of God. We have this, we can go to the throne of grace at any moment, ask for wisdom. God will start pouring out wisdom. But the context of this is once the destruction has come, once the calamity has come, now you know you can't turn around and get out of it once you're in the middle of it, you know, and so. But it says, because they hated knowledge, and look at this, did not choose the fear of the Lord. And here, this proverb is saying we have a choice. We can choose to fear the Lord, or we can choose not to fear the Lord. It's it's a choice, right? We make a choice. Praise the Lord on that. So, uh, they did not fear uh, choose the fear of the Lord. Well, we've all, we studied this already, and we will hit this probably again and again as we go through Proverbs, but the, you know, the the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. This is, this is where it begins. The respect of our Creator and that we are to recognize through His creation begins us in wisdom. If we will seek wisdom, but if we choose not to seek wisdom or we choose not to fear the Lord, then so be it. Verse 30. They would have none of my counsel, wisdom says. They wouldn't listen to me. They would not listen to me. I've tried to talk. You ever, you ever tried to talk to somebody, you parents out there, you ever tried to talk to your kids and try to advise them, but they just wouldn't listen? And now they're hurting. Now, now they're in this spot. Now he broke up with her, or now she broke up with him, or now... You know, and, and you're and and you want to be there to pick up the pieces, but it's like they wouldn't listen. And I, I saw red flags, I saw things, and I tried to teach my child. This is the same kind of context we're in. Child, listen, you know, but they would not listen to my counsel, and despised my every rebuke. Rebuke is not a bad word. Rebuke is a good word. Now we Americans don't like rebuke. Hello? That's true. We don't like rebuke. We don't want anybody rebuking us anymore. And we even getting, I mean, pretty much people accept rebuke from the preacher. Or at least they used to, right? I mean, when you went to church and you're listening to the man of God stand up there and preach, you know that there's going to be some rebuking that comes, right? I mean, not necessarily that he's rebuking you personally, but if he's speaking under the anointing, 
of the Spirit of God, then there is a rebuke that goes out from the Lord for us to receive. But more and more, people are getting where they don't want any rebuke. Nobody wants to hear anything constructive. You know, it's, I think Lisa and I relate most things in songs because before we started serving the Lord, we sang all these songs. We were, we're such music heads. But I think about a song that uh, used to, Lisa used to sing when we were young of Stevie Nicks. Tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies, right? And it's like we are a culture that loves for people to tell us lies. lies. People make a fortune, media. Media, okay, all you've got to do is really check some things out and you'll find that media tells lies all the time. So how can it be so popular? How can it be so popular, Brother Charles? How can everybody love to tune into these news stations that they know and it's proven lies and lies and lies and lies and yet we tune in and go, tell me some more lies. Tell me some more lies. Addicted to drama. We're addicted to drama. Good one, babe. We're addicted to drama. We uh, And people just, you know, they despise every rebuke. Uh, we want to be, we have, well, and the Apostle Paul says it's even going to get worse. It's always been. It's going to get worse in the end time. As a matter of fact, it says what will happen in the church churches groups. They will heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. They'll, they'll say, look, we want you to come teach us what we want to hear. And we don't want you to teach us what we don't want to hear. You know, and I fear that's happening a lot today. And, uh, and then pastors, preachers have the, uh, have a, the fear of losing their status or whatever if they tell the truth. You know, or if they speak the truth, or if they don't spin the truth in a way where it's not offensive. Guys, rebuke, wisdom sometimes is offensive. You know, sometimes the truth hurts. Like I shared with you, sometimes the truth hurts. What was it Philip Scott Gibson put in uh, when I was talking about overweight? He's like, uh, yeah, blame the spoon for making me fat. I thought that was good. Uh, Philip Scott said that yesterday. You know, but we don't want to. We don't even want to admit. Don't don't say I'm overweight. <laughs> well, I am. <laughs> I am. It's just the truth. I think it's good to like the truth. But they despise every rebuke. Verse thirty-one. Therefore, because of this, they shall eat the fruit of their own way. Whoever it is, whosoever it is, they will eat the fruit of their own way, and be filled to the full with their own fancies. Yeah, babe. So I, I kind of got a picture of, you know, we put a destination in our GPS. Mm -hmm. And then we follow what it says, right? Right. Okay. But if we didn't, if, if, if at every turn our GPS said go this way, we went an opposite direction. <laughs> how could we expect to get where we're going? <laughs> so, yeah. as Christians, especially. That's good. I like that. We want holiness. <laughs> Amen. You know, so we need to follow the things that when wisdom cries out, wisdom is trying to lead us into Amen. godliness. Yeah. You know, we so. end up in a destination. We're like, well, how did I get here? Yeah. Well, when GPS said turn left in one quarter of a mile, turn left. We're like, nah, nah, I don't think I will. My way's better. I think I know what I'm doing. I'm, 
I'm not listening to the GPS. <laughs> okay, good one. I, that'll preach, actually. I'm going to use that in a sermon somewhere. Help yourself. They'll be filled to the full with their own fancies. Their own fancies. And I didn't look that up at how it's... Devices. Yeah, dev devices, own ways. For the turning away of the simple will slay them. It's going to end up killing us. And the complacency of fools will destroy them. Complacency of fools, I get the image. Probably I get the image from other parts of Scripture, wisdom Scripture, where it says, okay, now we have electricity, so we live different now, okay? And we heat different. But I do, I do heat our house with wood. But let's say that I only heated with wood, and that's how I kept my house warm, and that's how we ate our food, cooked our food and everything. But then throughout the year, I did, I, you know, I didn't prepare for the winter. I didn't prepare for the zero degrees weather. I didn't prepare or have anything, right? That that foolish act of not preparing is going to destroy me when the snow comes, when the calamity comes. And that's that's the same kind of thought. The complacency of fools will destroy us. Not doing what we know to do can hurt us. But whoever, wisdom says, whoever listens to me, Whosoever will, listens to me, will dwell safely, safely, and will be secure without fear of evil. I think I immediately go back to when I'm young, and the duds, the fuddy duds, I used to call them, that wouldn't jump in and do the things, jump off the bridges, jump off the house, but they never got the broken bones I got either. It's like, okay, now I look back and go, yeah. They were wiser than me. <laughs> at the time, you thought they were just yeah, at the time, you're like, oh, you big chicken. Why don't, come on, you big chicken. <laughs> oh, it's crazy how we are. Crazy how we are. Come on in here. My wife's got something to say. Wisdom will probably never call you a chicken. Ain't she beautiful? Look at that. Just saying. <laughs> wisdom will what? Probably never call you a chicken. Yeah, wisdom never calls you a chicken. You'll be secure without fear of evil. You don't have to worry. Just listen to wisdom. Take care of things, right? Plant your gardens. <laughs> we need to plant a garden. <laughs> all right. Now, where am I at? That's all of chapter one. Okay. That brings us into chapter two. What, what were we at in time? Well, yeah, we got just a few more minutes. Yeah, amen. Amen. Thank you, Brother Nadim from Pakistan. Thank you for that. All right. My son, now we're going to get into chapter 2, starts talking about the protective, the protective shield of wisdom. Maybe you could say it that way. The value of wisdom. So now again, chapter 2, verse 1, he says, my son. So to put back in perspective, it's like a father talking to a son saying, listen to wisdom. You have something to say. Oh, just it shows the rewards for heeding wisdom. Yeah, rewards for listening, for heeding. My son, if you receive my words, so if you do, and you treasure my commands within you, talking about a father and a son, so that you incline your ear to wisdom and apply your heart to understanding. Okay, I want to understand this. I want help me understand. I want to understand. If you do that, now listen to this. I love this. Verse three. Yes, if you cry out for discernment. Amen. 
lift up your voice for understanding. Look at verse four. If you seek for, seek her as silver. How much do we love silver? Silver was money in their day, by the way. Now you may be invested in silver, but in their day, silver was money. I mean, if you are looking like, if you, if you go after wisdom, like you go after your paycheck. Okay. If, and search for her as for hidden treasures. We love to find a good find, right? Think about the, the guys out there. You know, I've never done this, but metal I think detector. in my older, I might do that, you know, where you... Metal detectors. Metal detectors and people find treasure. Yeah. And then when they find a little something, it's pretty exciting, isn't it? But they're seeking. They're taking time and seeking. They're going after silver. They're going after hidden treasures. And if we go after wisdom and knowledge and understanding like that, and we cry out, God help me, I want to understand. I don't want to stay simple. I want to understand, Lord. Then, verse 5, we'll end here today. Then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Amen. You will. This is the promise that God gives us. The promise God gives us. If God's like, if you'll if you'll chase after me and my wisdom, my knowledge, and my understanding, if you cry out for it, if you look for it like you want your money, if you look for it like you want your treasures, you're going to find it. You're going to find it. It's not like the hidden treasures you can never find. You're going to find it. You're going to find wisdom. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, for wisdom. And I thank God that I have wisdom now that I did not used to have. That's for sure. And it can only be attributed to the Lord. Wifey Poo is coming over here. All right, so I just put up there a link to a, a reel. I don't know anything about reels, but one came up on my phone the other day that was very, very interesting about the power, what happens when you read your Bible. And in an essence, it says, like, if you read it... Um, one time a week, like on just just on Sunday during a sermon or whatever, not much happens. Two times a week, not a whole lot. Three times you start to get a little heartbeat or a thump. Four times is when things really start changing. And then it gives statistics on how uh, it relieves. They've done this big study and how it relieves depression and, and uh, loneliness. And, and then even more wow. uh, overcoming things like uh, pornography that dropped like 61% once they start reading four times a day or something. Anyway, I copied that link. Y'all check it out. Um, well, I think I'm going to check it out. I hope I like that, that everybody will start sharing that because people need to know the power in the word. And I think it goes along really well with our study of Proverbs. It does. Remember what she said. The study is proving, if I'm hearing you right, the study has proved that if a person begins reading their Bible at least four times a week or more, four times a week or more, mm -hmm. that, that uh, addictions drop, depression leaves, you name it. All, all these negative side effects start to drop. And then on the positive side, it says that witnessing to others increases like over 200%. You begin to share the good news because it's changing you and the things that change us for the good we want to share with other people. Amen. New restaurant opens in town. It's good. We tell people. Amen. 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 Good That's sale good. going on. We tell people. But this That's is the good. good news. This is the best news ever. Amen. And the more we read it, the more we share it. Amen. That's that's good admonition. 
All right. Amen. Well, let's say the Lord's Prayer. We'll get off here. Thank you for being here on this Wednesday. And Lord willing, we'll see you in the morning. And we'll pick up from Proverbs chapter 2, verse, what do we get to? 5. So we'll pick up from there tomorrow. Uh, let's say the Lord's Prayer together. Our, Our Father, Father, who, who art, art in heaven, heaven hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. All right, love you, saints. Thank you for being here this morning and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Bye.